On this week's episode, we welcome Scott Walter. George Soros funds 199 organizations alone in the United States. That is astounding. Scott Walter joins us to take a closer look at the man known as Mr. Soros. Scott, welcome back to the broadcast. Great to be with you. Who is George Soros' equivalent on the right? There's not an easy equivalent at all. The closest you might uh, be able to come is, say, Charles Koch, uh, who is a libertarian industrialist, but he doesn't begin to have the kind of political heft uh, and impact that uh, Soros does for the left. You know, George Soros and Charles Koch came together a couple of years ago to form a think tank to end all wars, which showed you can have some things in common. No, it, it is true. That was the other thing to say, is that Koch isn't an, an easy equivalent because they've actually joined together on a foreign policy think tank and sometimes in criminal justice reform. And, uh, and Koch is just far less focused on things like presidential elections uh, than Soros and his groups are. If you forget about the amount of money that he spends, I mean, this guy spends $700 million a year. That's staggering. It's a billion dollars. But is there any difference for his feeling, feeling um, strong about his causes versus what's, how the left, right feel about their causes? If they had the kind of money, they would do the same? What's, what's the difference? They both think they want to have an impact in the world. They both feel they have the vision of what the world should be, and, in terms, and some of them have the money to make that a reality. What's the difference? Well, uh, there are similarities, but I think there are some important differences, too, which is to say uh, that the Soros uh, billionaires, the left-wing billionaires, have a stronger sense that it's the elite class like us who should rule the world, whereas at least some of the major conservative donors uh, actually think that people should mostly run their own lives, and there doesn't need to be this top-down governmental direction of human life. How did he become George Soros? What happened in Hungary? to impact him, for him to, to fund these causes all around the world. He literally almost bankrupt the UK. No, that's, that's right. And by the way, he's active in over 120 countries. How's that? Uh, you could bring some Guatemalan friends of mine on and they'd be furious about uh, what they feel he's done to Guatemala and Romanian friends furious about that. And, but uh, uh, when he was a boy, uh, he was in Hungary, he was Jewish. And uh, obviously, you had the Nazi disaster and horrors. So his father was able to get him out and put in with a Christian family. So he was able to pretend he was not Jewish, and that uh, saved him in Hungary. Uh, but he did, as a uh, adolescent, uh, he sort of got dragged into uh, working with the Nazis, and that had to have been uh, a very wrenching thing uh, for him as a uh, adolescent. But from Nazism to what we're seeing in Russia, totalitarianism, he believes that there should be an open society. What is his definition of an open society? Well, I'm not sure there's an easy answer to that, but uh, later in life, he went to the London School of Economics and he studied with an Austrian economist there, Karl Popper, who wrote a famous book on the open society. Now, Popper's 
idea was pretty simple. You don't want to be like an old tribal society, which is, you know, very closed in thinking and rules and it's us against them. Um, and Popper saw the same sort of thing in the totalitarian countries. And early in his philanthropy, uh, back in the 80s, Soros uh, actually did a lot of good work in helping dissidents in places like Poland resist communist closed societies. But then by the time you get into the 90s and the 2000s, he is becoming more of a sort of standard left winger. Uh, he's very anti-free market. Uh, and uh, as you say, he maybe is, in addition to feeling guilt for his uh, having to get dragged in with the Nazis, he may feel guilt for things like uh, virtually bankrupting the Bank of England. Uh, he's was made his biggest monies out of being a currency speculator. There are other countries that have had disasters with him, like Thailand. You know, George Soros uh, has probably had more of an impact on the world than any single businessman in recent memory. And when you're willing to spend a billion dollars, it says you're committed. But I, 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 and I've done research on this. Um, here's what I don't understand. I can understand some of what he does, but I don't understand his funding of the DAs around the country, whether it's in Baltimore, whether it's in New York, all across our nation. You want to do away with no bail. You don't want to prosecute small crimes. You want to defund police. Um, you want to put people in harm's way. It goes against every sense, every ideal of democracy and freedom. That destructive side of Hillary and his funding is, and finding candidates who are willing to abandon their own principle and belief system and buy into it. I know people that George Soros tried to fund through law school and tried to set up in think tanks and that he said, if, you, if, if I fund you through school, then you have to take up my ideology and you have to come out here and work for me and do my bidding. But I just don't understand the district attorneys and what he's trying to do there. It's just utterly destructive. It, it's nihilistic, really. It's very hard to understand. Although I'll remind you that, you know, those prosecutors that he's funding and getting into office, they have, there's a two-edged sword there. On the one hand, they can refrain from prosecuting real bad guys, ordinary thugs and criminals, they also can go after political enemies. Uh, there's a left-wing attorney right now in Manhattan that was one of the first things when he got the job was he's in charge of the persecution of uh, Trump uh, and his enterprises in New York. But they decided they did not have the evidence to prosecute him. They backed away. And that's why the two lawyers resigned, because he said the evidence was just not there. You've not met the smell test and the standard. But they did pull away. And this guy happens to be a left-wing Democrat. He, in that instance, did not do Soros bidding. That's right. Apparently, it was just too high a, a hill to climb. Uh, on the other hand, it's at this point, it's, if, if it weren't so much bloodshed in people's lives, it would be comical because my favorite is his, uh, so, the Soros DA in Philadelphia uh, just got reelected this past year. And of course, it was controversial, like, well, crime has gone up so much while well, you've had this job. I mean, you're obviously a menace. And the guy had the nerve to say, well, crime's going up all over the country. Help us understand his power, his impact, and organizations that are so in our face, like Media Matters, um, 
the Southern Law Poverty Center uh, that he funds? Well, the easy way to put it is he pretty much funds the entire left. Now, he's not, the, by f he's not at all the only one, but you are not really a significant left-wing organization if you're not getting money from one of George Soros's pockets. Um, the empire as a whole is just amazing. Uh, you, I urge folks to go to influencewatch.org and just look up Soros Network, and that'll give you a, a really detailed look at all this. But just to hit the highlights, you have two foundations that give out most of the money, and that's the over $700 million a year they're giving away, just, just the, those two foundations. Then there's two more foundations, uh, one each for two of his, for his sons, Jonathan, uh, and Alexander, and then you have about five more uh, charities, legally speaking, 501c3 nonprofits, and they do a variety of things. They're not all that big, uh, and they pass money through to other things. And then lastly, there are two C4 nonprofits. C4 nonprofits are the kind that are more politically engaged. Two easy examples left and right would be Planned Parenthood and the National Rifle Association. So that's about eight entities there, and I'm not including for instance, the PACs that he's set up to put uh, to give money into those um, DA races that you were talking about a moment ago. It's an amazing empire. How does he select his political candidates? And why is there, is there a guarantee that they're going to do his bidding, just like we just talked about the DA in New York? He said, no, the evidence is just not here. Well, I think it's safe to say that most of them are pretty carefully vetted first because these candidates, in the case of the DAs that he's supporting, I mean, they're just off the charts nuts uh, and a real threat to, to all of us. Um, so I think, you know, usually money in politics mostly flows to people who are like-minded. Uh, and so I'm sure from time to time, like the examples you gave were, were different, you know. I'm sure sometimes they try to groom young people uh, and then they figure, you know, this guy really owes us. Uh, but in the case of a bunch of those DAs like uh, Chesa Boudin and whatnot, I mean, they were nuts to start with. Give us uh, a micro understanding of just the Soros empire, the money, and what he sits atop of. Well, the two things I would point out especially are, as I said, those two foundations, over $700 million a year, and that's a, the number's a few years old because there's a lag time to, for it to be made public, so God help us how close to a billion it is now uh, because, of course, he's been giving more billions to those foundations. Uh, and again, they fund literally every left-wing group there is just about. Um, the other thing I would especially point to is one of those C4s. That's the you know more political style of nonprofit. Um, one of those, the Open Society Policy Center, is the second largest buyer of lobbying in the country. So the only thing bigger is the Chamber of Commerce, long a boogeyman uh, for the left. So that means that giant Fortune 500 companies you know, are just drooling in envy at the size of Soros's lobbying operation. That is amazing for a charitable empire. I just want to re read off a few. There's <laughs> 200. I mean, this man, Advancement Project, Air America Radio, uh, Al Hawk, All of Us Are, are None, uh, Alliance for Justice, America Coming Together, America's Voice, America's so Bar Association Commission on Immigration, America's Bridges, 21st Century, America's Civil Liberty Union, yes, ACLU, he supports it, yes, 
American Constitution Society for Law and Policy, American Family Values, American Federation of Teachers. Yes, he supports the AFT. Are you surprised? The American Friends Service Committee, uh, the American Immigration Council, anything immigration you can think of. He supports about 20 different immigration organizations, which is, which is astounding. Uh, Applied Research Center, Arab American Institute. He supports every racial, every organization, racial justice. I mean, he covers the gamut. How do they qualify? <laughs> well, this, this is the point. I mean, if you're any kind of remotely significant left-wing group, you're knocking on their door confident uh, that you're going to get your money. By the way, that American Family Values, if I'm remembering correctly, that's the group that actually put together the fake Nazis in the Glenn Youngkin yes. mm -hmm. uh, stunt this year. He supports the Aspen Institute, the Black Alliance for Justice, of Justice Immigration. So, so, but the left has many Soros's. Yes, absolutely. That, it is very important, you know, this, he's 91, 92 in August, he turns, so you know, he will not be around forever, and by all accounts, the two sons are, are you know, less, less passionate about this, not opposed to it, but, you know, it's not their great passion. Uh, and so, uh, the, what, what you have to understand is that there are many other folks, like two recent big ones, for instance, would be Mackenzie Scott, who is Jeff Bezos's ex and is spending money uh, in a way to embarrass drunken sailors, and then uh, Steve Jobs' widow, Lauren uh, Jobs, uh, she too, huge amounts of money. Uh, folks, you've, those at least you've heard of. Uh, others are really important that you've never heard of, I, I suspect. Hans Wies, he's a Swiss billionaire, uh, but he gives money in U.S. political races. He funds an amazing little dark money network of fake news groups. Uh, he tried to buy out the Chicago Trib and that whole string of newspapers. Uh, there are many, many, many other folks like that. A lot of them meet in uh, something that Soros himself created uh, called the Democracy Alliance. It's sort of an investors club for left-wing billionaires that started in 2005. You know, the, the mainstream media harshly criticized Charles Koch and the Koch brothers, but you rarely hear the kind of alignment uh, and the critical um, media investigative pieces on Soros. Is it that the mainstream media gives him cover and turn a blind eye to what he does? Absolutely true. Uh, and in fact, some of them are even so shameless that they'll jump up and scream, anti-Semite, if you criticize him, uh, which is laughable because outside of a few oil kingdoms, there isn't anybody who funds more anti-Israel stuff than George Soros. Uh, but. Uh, that you're absolutely right, and I can tell you, I personally have corresponded with major newspaper folks saying, hey, that was a fascinating story you did on those right-wing donors. Um, when are you gonna do this? Here's the information on the left-wing equivalents. When are you gonna talk about that? Crickets. What is his ultimate goal? You know, that is a fascinating question. The, as I said, he had that f famous philosopher, Karl Popper, for a professor at London School of Economics, and he, uh, he wanted to be that. He, for years, was trying to write his own magnum opus in philosophy, and it, it failed. Uh, so I think the answer is, you know, he wants to be a philosopher king. He, you know, he understands everything better than anyone else, and I want to be the philosopher king, and everybody's going to follow my philosophy. Thank you for listening to this week's episode 